what we've got here is failure to communicate. From sunny Southern California, we bring you Meet Bridget, a podcast for building confident communication and female badassery. We spotlight women who have bridged the gaps in their lives by building strong relationships and speaking their teenage dreams into reality. Welcome back to Meet Bridget. Asha Gabriel here, bringing you the first of our Bridge Etymology episodes. Again, the intention of these episodes is to bring you along with us on our journey to becoming better, more intentional communicators. Etymology is the study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have changed throughout history. This is a space for you to take a quick moment and consider the deeper meaning behind a word you may have heard hundreds or even thousands of times. We'll be breaking the words down to their original meanings and including compelling stories or studies along the way. As a disclaimer, we'll always try to give credit to authors where it's due, but we're trying to keep these episodes short and sweet, and we believe that ideas and teachings today are virtually always drawn from those of yesterday. So if we say anything that seems useful or smart, genius even, please assume that we drew it from someone or somewhere else. And all mistakes and errors can be attributed to us because we're human and failure helps us grow. Now that that's squared away, today we are jumping right in with the word confidence. As you may well know, there are multiple dictionary definitions of the word confidence. The first is a feeling or consciousness of one's powers or of reliance on one's circumstances, as in having confidence that you'll succeed. You can also have confidence in something or someone outside yourself, as in having confidence in a leader, believing that they'll act in a right, proper, or effective way. Another slightly different definition is that confidence means certitude, as in I have confidence that my properly installed AC unit will cool my house. A third definition refers to a relationship of intimacy, which relies on another person's use of discretion, as in taking a friend into confidence or giving something a vote of confidence. This definition is also related to the use of confidence to mean something secret, as in someone sharing information with you in confidence. This meaning links to the word confidential. Those are some of the actual Merriam-Webster definitions for the word. But in day-to-day life, there seem to be so many how-to guides on confidence or references to confident people in society that defining confidence can really seem impossible. And how do I build confidence? Searching how to build confidence on Google returns about 593 million results. Well, you do seem confident, and confidence is key. Imagine how many New Year's resolutions are made around building confidence year after year after year. Breaking the word down to its etymology sheds a little light on why this is a confusing pursuit. Confidence breaks down to the Latin roots con, fid, and ens. Ens means the action of, so we'll set that aside for a moment. Con means with, just like if any of you speak Spanish, con means with, right? And fid means trust or faith, as in fidelity or fiduciary. In that light, confidence means the action of being with trust. Trust me, I know I'm good at this stuff. To have confidence in others, you have given them your trust. At Bridget, we believe that confidence in yourself is fortified by confidence in others, having a community of others around you who you can trust. Confident people are often seen as independently strong. They stand alone because they can influence others and they stand out in a crowd. However, studies have actually shown that people who engage more with other people, especially with 
more people of differing ethnicities, languages, and backgrounds, those people become more self-confident in interactions in general. Another study focused on confidence in gender roles and found that after women viewed commercials of other women in traditional gender roles, they appeared less self-confident when they were giving a speech than they did after they viewed commercials of women taking on more uh, masculine roles. In another study, mothers who were separated from their babies at birth were less self-confident in their ability to parent, regardless of their actual caretaking abilities. All of this to say that our togetherness impacts our confidence. Confidence in others and confidence in self are closely intertwined. Researcher and professor Brene Brown said it beautifully, trust of others begins with self-trust. If you can't count on yourself, you can't ask other people to give you what you don't have. She breaks down the meaning of trust, that FID part of confidence, to an acronym, braving. B is for boundaries. We build trust by setting boundaries for others and upholding them for ourselves. R is for reliability. We build trust by repeatedly keeping promises that we make to ourselves and to others through small, regular acts. A is for accountability. I can only trust you if when you make a mistake, you're willing to own it, apologize, and make amends. I can only trust and respect you also if when I make a mistake, you're willing to let me own it, apologize, and you'll offer me true forgiveness. V is for vault. Trust means you don't share information or experience that's not yours to share. Relationships that are built on gossip are not actually relationships built on trust and therefore confidence. They're only built on just this common enemy kind of intimacy. I is for integrity, choosing courage over comfort and practicing your values, not just preaching them. N is for non-judgment. This is one of my favorites from Brene because she's so real about it. She says that judging ourselves for needing and accepting help means that we're probably also judging others who need help. Confidence is built on one's ability to seek, accept, and provide help when it's needed. G is for generosity. Brene says a relationship can be trusting only when we assume the most generous things about the actions, thoughts, and behaviors of others and actually of ourselves. When in doubt, we seek understanding and we're curious before we judge. So we hear so often about how important trust is to friendships, romantic relationships, work relationships. How do we know we can trust him? But we don't always link back to how the ability to trust others comes from the extent to which we trust ourselves. In other words, how much we are with trust to begin with and how confident we are. I'm in a constant process of building my self-confidence. So to simplify this focus into a daily habit, I think of it in these terms. The big thing is that confidence comes from keeping the promises that I make to myself. The key to that is staying non-judgmental and staying generous with myself in the process. But how is confidence different from courage or self-esteem? The three are often conflated. Psychiatrist Neil Burton clarified the difference really beautifully. He talked about how confidence operates in the realm of the known. Uh, you build confidence, obviously, by those repeated actions, repeated promises you make to yourself, actually satisfying them, measuring them over and over and over. Uh, he said that courage is actually more in the unknown and the uncertain. When you're, you have fear, you operate out of courage as a response. So you can't really be confident, for example, diving from a height of 10 meters unless you once had the courage to actually do it, dive from that height of 10 meters. So confidence sometimes comes from repeated courage. 
also you can think of courage as requiring greater strength um, because a courageous person is one that has limitless capabilities and possibilities. They can start a lot of new things and therefore build a lot more confidence. Self-confidence and self-esteem don't always go hand in hand either. So you can actually be highly self-confident and have profoundly low self-esteem. In this case, if you think about some performers, actors, celebrities who can perform in front of audiences of thousands and thousands, but they have, you know, crippling depression or damage or hurt themselves with drugs. You could also, for that matter, have really high self-esteem, but low self-confidence. This could be someone that might think that they are worth the world, but when it comes to actually thinking of their capabilities, they are unable to kind of keep those promises to themselves. Think about like a a king in ancient years, a king that had a huge ego and felt like he was, you know, worth so much because he's a king, but he was ineffective in ruling his people. The word esteem is actually derived from the Latin estimar, which means appraise, value, weigh, and estimate. So self-esteem is a cognitive and really an emotional appraisal of our own worth. It's really the matrix through which we think, feel, and act, and it reflects how we relate to ourselves, to others, and to the world. So really, when we go back to the word confidence and how we use it at Bridget, one thing that we did was in some of our workshops trying to build confidence with our girls, we used improv exercises from acting to try to build that trust. Um, to be with trust. So improv, a lot of these exercises really mean that you have to trust yourself in each moment. Failure really is always an option and it's never really the end of the world. So we'd play games where the girls just had to trust their immediate impulse and keep reacting in order to stay in the game until they built an idea that, yes, I'm here, I can play this game and whatever I, you know, as long as I, I participate over and over and over and I keep the promise to myself that I'm gonna participate, I will succeed in the game and therefore gain a little bit of confidence. Okay, it's time for a break to talk about the snack attack. I'm coming in hot because I have to tell you guys about Tosi bars. They are just delicious. I can't describe it. There, there's so many different bars out there on the market. I can't, I mean, I walk into Whole Foods and it's just like, it can get so overwhelming, but let me just tell you, you will not regret getting a Tosi bar. They're run by two female founders, a mom and a daughter, which is so cute. And they're just, they're so crunchy, delicious. They're made mostly of nuts and seeds. And I mean, especially I'm breastfeeding right now and it's just the snack need is dire. These things are so satisfying. So pick up a Tosi. You can get them at Whole Foods, Sprouts, Erewhon, Vons. I think in Costco now too. They're everywhere and online, of course. So enjoy. Really, you know, you've got one body in this life, one shot at every moment, so you might as well just be confident. One of my favorite songs is by Jack Garrett, and it's called Surprise Yourself. It's a quote from the song that really makes me think of confidence. Take a pen and write this down. Trust something that can't be found and learn to walk again somehow. You know you might surprise yourself. It just kind of makes me think of that newness of every time that you approach something that you can build confidence in having a little bit of courage to take the first step and then showing up again and again and again, keeping those promises to yourself and building confidence as part of a daily journey. 
So that's today's bridge etymology. I hope next time you think of the word confidence, next time you hear it, next time you see it in a Google search or talking about some leader or celebrity, you think about that act of being with trust. Thanks for joining us on this one and we'll see you again next time. And that's our show. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe to, and share Meet Bridget with your circle. The best way to help our work here is to rate and review our podcast. We're listening and constantly working to build something helpful for you. Catch you next time. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world.